Welcome back to the 20 plus habits of billionaires that the billionaires do not want you to know. If you've stumbled here wondering what I'm going on about, I did a part one to this habits of billionaires, dark secrets the billionaires don't want you to know. So either bugger off and go and listen to part one and come back for this section or listen to part two and then go and listen to part one. In this part two episode, number 14 is the single thing anyone can do to make more money immediately. Number 16 and 17 are the ones that normal people avoid. The billionaires face them. That's why they're billionaires. And the final one is the one that pisses everyone off. But honestly, if you could do this, I know you would too. Okay, so number 11 habits of billionaires are serving vast numbers of people. Even if you are Richard Meal and you make quarter of a million pound watches and you make a 35 grand net profit, but sell one, you're never going to become rich. 3M sell more than 50 billion individual post-it notes a year. 3M annual gross profit for 2020 was $15.579 billion. So at the end of 2022, Nike turned over $29.2 billion. Nike make 800 million pairs of shoes a year. Now, don't let that scare you, but let that make you aware that if you sell a few products to a few people, you are never going to be rich. You need to serve vast numbers of people. Now, the easiest way to do this is to use the internet and leverage social media because you could potentially reach a billion customers in 100 countries overnight. In my best-selling book, Money, I share the formula for wealth. Wealth equals perceived value plus fair exchange times leverage. Perceived value is what the buyer perceives is valuable to them. Fair exchange is the price they pay where they get fair benefit and you get fair profit. And then leverage is how much it scales. I do more than 20 million a year in sales in my training businesses. I have 3 million followers on social media in my database. When I was 50 grand in debt, I probably had three followers on social media. Billionaires leverage something that's known as the network effect. The network effect is something that comes along and multiplies leverage. So steel created rail and rail created the rail networks and the rail networks connected us closer together and made many billionaires. Air travel connected us faster and closer and made many billionaires. The internet connected us all globally together and the tech people behind the internet made billions. Social media tech entrepreneurs leveraging the internet, the network effect of the internet and the network effect of social media made billions. Number 12 habit of billionaires is partnerships. So brand partnerships is known as co-branding. GoPro and Red Bull, Balenciaga and Crocs, Kanye West and Adidas, Starbucks and Spotify, Apple and MasterCard, Amazon and American Express, Uber and Spotify. Arnold Schwarzenegger believes there is no such thing as a self-made person. He believes you need a team of people to be successful and he would know. Stop trying to do everything on your own. Stop trying to learn everything on your own. You can leverage other people's contacts, other people's audiences, other people's black book, other people's experience. Robert Kiyosaki, who I interviewed on my show, calls this your power team. The secret that rich people know is the rich people they know. Many millionaires and billionaires are actually not specific technicians. They're often generalists and they're good at bringing people and resources together and building a team of collaborations and partnerships. Every millionaire and billionaire will need a great accountant, a great lawyer, a great tax advisor, a good FD, a good MD, a good CEO, a good chairman. They leverage the traits of the specialists, leverage the traits of the greats. Also think about it, you can't scale you. The harder you work, the less you can do and the less time you have. 
So if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together like the billionaires do. I have many co-authors of my 19 books. I have many researchers of my 19 books. In fact, one of my 19 books was ghostwritten. The 20 million a year in sales generated by my companies are mostly not generated by my speaking. I have partners, speakers and trainers who generate most of that money and I make a fair share of the profit. Number 14 is sales and marketing, S&M. Anything other than generating leads and converting the leads into cash is distraction. Business plans, business cards, logo, stationery, branding, it's all distraction away from actually putting money in the bank. No one ever became a millionaire or a billionaire without doing any sales and marketing. Now, marketing is generating the leads. Sales is converting the leads into cash. So I got married in a Tom Ford suit. I always wanted to get married in a Tom Ford suit. And when I became rich, I was able to do so. I went to Tom Ford. When I walked in, they embraced me with open arms. I said I was getting married soon. I wanted the specific James Bond, Daniel Craig, grey Tom Ford suit. They knew exactly the one. They took me into the private room. And I came out with a two-piece suit, but also a waistcoat, two shirts, a tie pin, a tie a pair of shoes, and goodness knows what else. I only needed a suit. This happened because my tailor at Tom Ford was brilliant at sales. Marketing is me knowing where the Tom Ford shop is and going into it. Marketing is me desiring for a decade to get married in a Tom Ford suit. Back in 2008, when I started my fledgling property training business, I was a nobody. Sure, maybe I had 50 properties that I'd bought and sold. No one knew who we were. We didn't have a brand and I got my head down getting even better at property investing and very good at training people. I did this for a few months and we were making no money. And then an American marketer named Dan Kennedy nearly two decades ago taught me direct response marketing. Brand marketing is for awareness of the brand. Direct response marketing is marketing that generates a sale and makes cash. Fast forward not even a decade and we went from nothing to being the biggest property training company in the UK. And every single competitor of ours acknowledges that progressive property is the best at marketing. Now, I believe that we're the best at investing. I also believe that we're the best at speaking and training and building a national community. But every one of our competitors also believes they're the best at all that. But they cannot deny that we are the best at marketing. Here's the thing. There's others in your niche or industry who don't care as much as you, who aren't as good as you. They haven't got as much experience as you, but they're making a lot more money than you because they got good at sales and marketing. Number 15. This is so obvious, but most people fail at this. Sell for 10, make at least two. Turnover is vanity. Profit is sanity and the reality. There is no point selling for 10 and making nothing or selling for 10 and it costing you 11. The problem with your margin is as you scale, your net margin reduces and you can make more sales and make less profit. Now, when you start, you could have a high 85% or more gross profit margin, 35 or 40% net profit margin. And you want to make sure your margin is as much as possible, especially when you start and you're lean. As you scale to 10 million or 50 million, your margin might go down to 20%. As you scale to billions, your margin might go down to 3%. Tesco net profit is 3%. In 2023, Tesco revenue was 65.76 billion. 
their net profit margin 2.10%. Make sure you keep your fixed costs and overhead as low as possible. Stay lean and focus on the bottom line, not just sales and revenue. Number 16 is managing and mastering your emotions. Warren Buffett said, if you can't manage your emotions, don't expect to manage your money. If you have volatile emotions, you'll have volatile spending habits. When you get elated, you'll waste money. When you get depressed, you'll either spend money to alleviate the pain or you'll hoard money. I watched a speech from Donald Trump and he said there was one major difference between the Harvard and Ivy League educated friends he had who were successful but not particularly wealthy and then the billionaire friends he had who owned vast wealth. The single distinguishing factor, according to Donald Trump, was the amount of pressure and stress that they could handle. A zero heir or a nearly there is not going to be able to handle much pressure and stress in the pursuit of wealth. Someone like Elon Musk, who's got four of the biggest companies in the world who's trying to take us to Mars, can handle insane amounts of pressure and stress. Donald Trump can handle insane amounts of pressure and stress. Now, when I say insane, it's humanly possible and you could do it too. You just, ha- you just have to get better at managing your emotions. I don't know if you've heard the lyric, mo money, mo problems. The more money you make, the more downsides you get. But personally, I love the downsides of being rich. I much prefer them to the downsides of being broke. There is always a downside. There is always a cost. I'll take the downside and cost of being rich. Stalkers, critics, trolls, haters, legal cases, vast insurance policies. When you are rich, you name it, you're going to get it. So let me ask you this. Are you prepared to pay the price to be rich? And can you control your emotions enough to be grateful for the size and scale of your problems? I would much rather have billionaire problems than zero air problems. Number 17, accepting criticism, trolling and hate. This one and the last one are the ones that most zero airs will never be able to handle. One little hater online and they go and hide for the week. But here's the thing. What they hate about you is great about you. I have tens of thousands of haters online. I also have tens of thousands of people that have recently said to me, I should run for prime minister because I will do a better job than the current UK prime minister. So I have tens of thousands of fans and tens of thousands of haters. And that is the way it is. You never get the fans without the haters. You never get the love without the criticism. It is a delusion to think that you can. And that's why most people are broke, because they live in the delusion that everyone can love them and no one can hate them or criticize them. Carry on being you, because they're going to judge you anyway. And if they're going to judge you anyway, you might as well be yourself. Like if you have a really shit car, they're going to judge you for being broke and driving a shit car. If you have a Ferrari, they're going to judge you for being rich and having a Ferrari. So why not have the Ferrari? I'd rather have the Ferrari and have rich critics than have the banger and have broke critics because you're always going to have critics. Now, by the way, I'm really grateful for my critics because it's the critics that I learn the most from. I love my fans even more, but I don't learn from my fans. My fans just feed my ego and tell me how great I am and that they love everything I do. And I love them too, and I'm grateful to them. But it's the critics that I learn from. So actually, I want more of them. I want millions of them. If you have haters, critics, and trolls, send them all to Rob Moore. Number 18 is multiple streams of income. No one can survive anymore on one single income stream. In fact, the average family now has to have two income streams. 
I have nine income streams. I have books and audio books. I have content on social media. I have my membership site, my content, my podcasts and YouTubes. I have my property portfolio, my property management company, yada, yada, yada. In fact, I probably have more than nine income streams. Some of them make me tens of thousands a month. Some of them make me millions a year. Multiple streams of income used to be a luxury. Now it's a necessity. The average millionaire has seven streams of income. Now I've heard anywhere between three and nine. Let's take somewhere in the middle and take seven, according to Siri. The great thing about having multiple streams of income is you have more money. You also have protection if you lose one or more income streams or if there's some kind of (coughs) and some kind of (coughs) lockdown. I even wrote a book on this called Multiple Streams of Property Income if you're interested in property investing and creating multiple streams of income. Number 19 is avoiding time drains. Money you can get back, you lose it, you can get it back. But time once wasted and stolen from you has gone forever. I've met many billionaires and they are ruthless with their diary. I know one billionaire who books in 12-minute meetings. 12, 24, 36, 48, 65 meetings in an hour. And they are ruthless with the time. You cannot go 15 seconds over its next meeting. Why? Because they know that time is a finite and scarce resource. Avoid distractions. Avoid time drains. Avoid distracting people. Avoid time and negative energy draining people. In any moment in time, you have got the single most important thing you could do right now, which is a high key result area, a KRA, or a high income generating task, an IGT. There's one best and there's everything else. So if in the moment you're focusing on your highest key result area, highest income generating task, you are moving towards wealth and riches and maybe even billions. However, if you're doing things of low quality, low value, that you're not good at, that you don't like, that take you forever, your time is literally being drained away from you. And time is life. Therefore, your life is being sucked away. So be ruthless with your prioritization, ruthless with your diary, ruthless with who you meet, ruthless with what tasks you do and delegate, defer, or delete completely everything else. I actually wrote about this in detail in my book, Routine Equals Results, if this is an area you need to improve. Next one, number 20, whatever, is leverage. It was Archimedes who said if he had a lever long enough, he could move the entire world. I have a 20 million plus property, 100 apartment block in Peterborough that I only put a few hundred thousand of my own money in. And then I leverage the banks and other people's money. I have over 130 staff, so I'm leveraging their eight hours a day, five or six days a week. I'm leveraging social media. I'm leveraging content platforms to reach millions of people. There's books I wrote 17 years ago that still sell tens of thousands of copy. That work was done 17 years ago, and I'm still getting the leverage. Slade wrote their Christmas number one, I think in 1973. They make half a million a year every Christmas from their one song, It's Christmas. That's what? Nearly 60 years ago. So leverage is more money, less work. Work smart, not hard. More results in less time. It's leveraging systems, assets, people, resources, technology. Finance and investments made 393 billionaires. That would have been through leveraging money. Next one is creation versus consumption. The zero is consume. They're on social media consuming content, consuming content, being dumbed down, being advertised to. They are the product consumption, consumption. They buy all the food. They buy all the pills. They buy all the drugs consumption. 
And then the billionaires are feeding the ads, creating the products, making and selling the pharmaceuticals. If you're not creating and earning from what you create, whether that's art or information or a product or a consumable, and you're only consuming, you will be spending all of your money and be relatively broke, and you will be making the people that produce for you rich. You get rich through production, you get broke through consumption. Now, of course, every millionaire and billionaire still consumes. They have to consume, but they produce more than they consume. And then the final one are the three levels of the rules of billions. Now, there's actually a level zero for the people who are broke, and that is that they don't know the rules. Level one for the zero heir to the nearly there is to learn the rules, the rules of money, the rules of the system, the rules of the game. Level two, to become a millionaire, you start to break some rules, break conventional money matrix and banking and government and system-based rules. And then level three, the billionaire level, is you make the rules. You control policy, you control legislation, you control the banks, you control the politicians, and you make billions. Now, a lot of people get really triggered by this. They say it's not fair. They say it's not corrupt. I'm not here to judge. I don't personally know. But would you rather be on the receiving end of the rules of money and tax and inflation and be broke and struggling? Or would you rather be at the level where you can create policy and make the rules? That choice is yours. Now, by the way, you can still make a lot of money and do good. People think that all billionaires are corrupt and they have no morals. This is not true. Every human is kind and cruel. Every human is philanthropic and every human is greedy, even if you think you're not. So stop judging and start creating. It's taken me 17 years to compile these rules and this information, interviewing 21 billionaires, knowing many of them personally, knowing hundreds of millionaires. So if you have found this useful, please do make sure that you share my content whenever you get the chance. Please do make sure you go and leave a review. Do you know what? I'm not going to ask you to leave a review. I'm going to tell you. I don't think I ever ask for reviews. Certainly don't think I do enough. So if you find my content useful, vote with your feet. I always think it's really important to learn and immediately do. Take action now. Because if you get in the habit of just learn, 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 learn without doing, all this is is shelf development. So thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next episode. Make sure you watch or listen to the next one. Now, binge me. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.